Well, hello there. I'm Dr. Kara, shaman, energy master, registered nurse, doctor of natural health, and a mom. I'm an ordinary person living my extraordinary life, but it wasn't always this way. Learning to walk a shamanic path opened me to extraordinary and changed the course of my life. Welcome to the Ascended Evolution Podcast, where season after season, I will be your guide around the medicine wheel, following the ancient wisdom path of indigenous peoples. We are all in the midst of a wild and crazy ascension process, and I wanna help you, I wanna support you. May these episodes inspire you to shine bright and live into your infinite potential with peace in your mind and love in your heart. Hey there. Welcome back to the Ascended Evolution podcast. I am grateful and excited to have you here with me today. So up here in the Northern Hemisphere where I live, we are welcoming in spring. And this means that in the big picture of our lives, we step into the east direction of the medicine wheel. The medicine wheel is a template for our experiences. So without our experiences, life itself is pretty dull and so isn't the medicine wheel. However, when we start to bring our experiences and our challenges to this age-old tool, we open ourselves to the teachings of those who have come before us. And we open ourselves to lessons, spiritual lessons, and and personal growth. The medicine wheel represents all of life. Every aspect of our lives can be woven through and interpreted by the teachings held within this sacred symbol or tool. We can find elements, seasons, and phases of the moon, Everything can have its own place in the medicine wheel. Our past, our present, and even our future are in this great sacred tool. And I've been using the medicine wheel to help me interpret my own life and to evolve and grow for over a decade. And in today's episode, I'm going to dive deeper with you into the east direction. So let's get started. In the East Direction, the overriding message is that all of life is sacred. When we apply this belief to all that we do, often our perception of what is most important to us begins to shift and change. We live in a life of greater reciprocity when we open ourselves to this. I know I've spoken of reciprocity before, but just as a reminder, reciprocity is balanced exchange. In what areas of your life are you living in fairly balanced exchange? Another way to ask this question could be, where in your life are you taking more than you give? That's not reciprocity. And where might you be giving more than you're receiving? Again, not a great example of reciprocity. Sometimes there's a circumstance in life that mirrors an imbalance in reciprocity. And the mere act of bringing the concept of reciprocity into your awareness will help you recognize the uncomfortableness that we often feel when we're not living in this balanced exchange, where the giving and the receiving, the flow of this, is not quite in balance. 
This is how we create change through our expanded awareness. If we don't open our eyes and expand, you know, we never really identify with what needs to be changed or uh, what we desire change. So we question to find clarity. And from here, we make a conscious decision on how to take the next best action. So often, the busyness of life distracts us from conscious decision-making. This is one of the gifts of the East Direction, a wider perspective. If we are in tune, we can use this perspective to our advantage. It takes practice to rise up out of our day-to-day situations to see more, to see the full picture, to see the past, the present, and the future all at once. The season of spring here in the Northern Hemisphere is a perfect time to explore the past, the present, and the future of our lives, or at least to take into consideration one aspect or two aspects of our lives to gain perspective. It is a time of great new beginnings and a time to deepen our understanding of our current experiences. So, you know, every season every direction of the medicine wheel can ask us to take inventory. When we're in the east direction, we're being asked to take inventory based on that wide perspective, looking from above, down upon every aspect of our lives. If we don't pause now and again, we risk maintaining old patterns and ways of being that truly sabotage rather than enrich our lives. The East holds the spiritual aspect of being and the spiritual aspect of embodiment. The energy of creation is plentiful and we are sowing our seeds for what is to come. I like to think of the seeds we're planting in the ground at this time as a metaphor for the dreams and aspirations and intentions that we are planting for ourselves. The seeds are resting in darkness with a great amount of potential circulating in the soil. And the seed is taking in all that unlimited potential, organizing and evolving within as it prepares to emerge. We learn from nature. And like the seed, we've been dormant in some ways. And as we prepare to begin the sprouts of what will emerge next for us in this new cycle that has recently begun, we're organizing and we're trying out different aspects of ourselves, different aspects of where we can go. These days, the energy of our planet is so dynamic. And although this constant change and upheaval can be challenging and overwhelming, There's actually many blessings within it. Perspective, right? We can look at the glass half full, or we can also look at that glass as half empty. So we can look at our challenges and see all the overwhelm and all the difficulty, or we can look at the challenges and ask, what's the opportunity? The consciousness of our planet is more active than it's ever been before in documented history. So, and one of the blessings in this is that we're being given opportunities to kind of experiment with a variety of different things before we actually make a full commitment. 
So what I mean by this is that we have a, an opportunity to try something and because the energy around us and around that opportunity is so dynamic, we can really shift and pivot rather quickly and have the universe respond to that pivot. Whereas um, even just 50 years ago or 20 years ago, this was very difficult. The energy that was organizing around us as we pivoted was definitely not as dynamic. So let's just look at a modern day example to gain more clarity. So if we look at how we earn money, right? Years ago, as we entered adulthood, I'm not going to share my age, but this was true when I was coming out of college. You know, it was customary and common to look for a career to stay in for many years, if not my entire uh, adulthood, right? I was looking for a solid opportunity, a company that offered a 401k, health insurance, benefits, right? These benefits were considered to be the stability that a job with a college education could offer. So, you know, you get the idea. The theme of the past was make a commitment, a long-term commitment to an organization, and that organization on some level would take care of you and provide a level of safety. Now it's much more common to move around, to stay a few years at a position, and perhaps move on to something new, something more interesting, something that's going to grow and expand your knowledge base. You know, and for people like myself, where this concept is really new, it can feel really uncomfortable. But for uh, students who are coming out of college right now, or perhaps, you know, skipping college and going into their own business ventures, it's proving that the energy in the universe can really organize around these ideas and support them. So if we're not able to really uh, pivot and shift and take advantage of this really dynamic uh, consciousness that we've got available to us on our planet, we will likely uh, miss out on opportunities. You know, I think the energy right now is, is supporting innovation and creativity and more heart-centered approach to the work that we do. The dynamic climate of change is also offering us the opportunity to try out different experiences to see what inspires us, what lights us up. Because when this happens, we're just simply better humans. Truly, when we are in the zone of genius that lights us up, it's easier to be kind, to feel less stress, to feel safer, less threatened, and to trust more. So rather than getting stuck in situations that require a long-term commitment to bring reward, we're seeing reciprocity in a more short-term experience in a more dynamic environment. So we're being encouraged more than ever to try out different ways of being, different ways of doing things, and have less fear of getting stuck in particular situations because the energy is right there and ready to help and support us in co-creating something different if that's what we want and we decide to pivot. The challenge is in seeing this as a possibility. The east direction of the medicine wheel teaches us about possibility and opportunity. In the act of rising up out of the tiny details, the distractions and the day-to-day -day struggles to perceive and dream something different, 
It calls us out of our linear way of thinking. This season is perfect for taking small action steps towards a new vision. So often we want big change like a new home or a new job. And these are not situations that often come together quickly. But if we can hold a vision and take small action steps that align with that vision, before we know it, we are much closer than we were before. Here in the East, we're reminded to worry less about going down a rabbit hole, if you will, by staying present as much as possible. Really take in your experiences, discern how well they resonate with you, and identify with what you're becoming. If things aren't resonating, or you aren't certain you like what you are becoming, that's great, because the universe is going to help conspire with you to create something different. You have the power to change it. And now is the perfect time of year to make a few adjustments. In the east direction, things are often coming into form, but they haven't fully formed yet. So we still have opportunities to shift for different outcomes. Again, we see this opportunity to kind of try things on or try things out and not have to be entirely 100% committed. So go ahead, stick your head in a few different rabbit holes if you like, and see what it might be like. If you don't like any particular experience, contemplate on it and shift directions. The contemplation part's important because it gives us great insight on what it is that our heart desires. So what's been percolating within you? What are you thoroughly excited about? This is a season of excitement, of great potential. If the direction you've been traveling has not been serving you, you have the support of consciousness to wipe the slate clean and begin again. There's one really big important point I want to make here. If this is where you're at right now, it doesn't mean that you've failed. This can be uh, a little bit of coyote energy coming in. Coyotes are trickster, right? And so we can get tripped up or, or it can get tricky when we feel like we're trying all these different things and nothing's really resonating with us or sitting with us. But remember what I said in the beginning of this episode, without life experiences, the medicine wheel and life itself is dull. So we need experiences, all of our experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, to transform, to evolve, and to emerge into that next beautiful version of ourselves. One thing I've learned is nothing is constant. There's no arrival point. For years, I made the mistake of living in the past or living in the future, always having my focus, my thoughts, and my emotions on something different than what was right here, right now in front of me. This is living in the past or living in the future. And this is where we miss things. This is where we struggle to hold on to the memories because we're not really present. So this moment, this time we're in right now, this season, it is precious and it is sacred. And regardless of how challenging it may be, trust me when I say the challenges become less uncomfortable when we embrace them and we identify with our current circumstances, when we learn to be more fluid. So take a look at what it is that you are wishing away in your life. 
it holds important clues as to what it is that you really want in your life and why you keep creating what you often wish away. So here in the East, the place of the rising sun, the place of new beginnings, what in your life is calling for a fresh start? Doesn't always need to be physical. It can be a fresh new perspective, a new idea, or a new belief. Set aside time to get intentional. This is one way we acknowledge the sacredness of life. We recognize the importance of getting really intentional about how we want to use our resources. And, you know, the biggest resource, the most limited resource we have is time. Getting intentional means slowing down to go fast. When we slow down enough to recognize what we're feeling and what we're thinking, we can experience life with greater love. Greater love means greater depth, more meaning, and greater alignment with the soul. Our conversation wouldn't be complete if I didn't talk about closure, right? With all new beginnings, there are also endings. As one door opens, another door must close. And energetically, this is a real good thing. We don't want to take things with us into a new space and time that will carry with it the energy of the past or that very thing that we're trying to let go of. One of the best examples of this is in relationships. Those times when we know in our hearts the relationship has taken its course, but we hold on until maybe that next person comes along. Not good. Energetically, when we do this, we actually bring the energy of the old relationship into the new one. More often than not, it contaminates the new relationship, making that new relationship more work. Or sometimes it can create so much damage that the new relationship doesn't survive. And the thing that we don't realize in the moment is that the reason it's not surviving is because we're holding on to too much of the past. The more of the story, or I should say, the lesson from the direction of the East is bring closure to those aspects of your life that are no longer working for you. Get intentional about bringing closure too. It could be in relationships, it could be in jobs, it could be uh, homes, um, it could be really anything. But ask yourself this question. What needs closure in my life to create the freedom for what's to come? Then take the time to journal on the answers that come. This is getting intentional. When we get intentional, the universe knows that we're serious and responds with reciprocity. It responds positively and typically swiftly. Not always in the way that we think, but the universe always responds. The direction of the east is often associated with the element air. The spirit of air brings change, renewal, communication, and freedom. Air pollinates the flowers, the plants, the seeds as they emerge. We're invited to look at the many aspects of our lives 
by riding the wind. Through the wind, the air element brings clarity of vision by widening the lens of how we perceive life and showing us our different options or perspectives. Sometimes it's about taking the bigger perspective, the larger, wider perspective, so that we can see outside of our own personal lives. We can see how our life impacts the lives of other people, or we can see how the whole community or nation is operating, functioning. Our breath, of course, is associated with the element of air. We can use our breath to cleanse and clear and also to create movement. Sighing helps us to release stagnant energy and create space for the energy of a higher vibration. Shallow breathing is associated with fear and uncertainty, while deep breathing is grounding and brings clarity of thought and fresh ideas. We're familiar with the concept of spring cleaning our homes and our spaces. This is important, but at the same time, we're being given the opportunity to clear our mental spaces, to clear out old emotions and any baggage that's blocking our ability to hold a higher version or perspective of ourselves too. Often they go hand in hand, right? The physical act of cleaning windows, organizing closets and tidying our space creates energetic space and mental space in our minds as well. As we sift through cluttering cobwebs in the physical, we reboot the mental mind, we lighten our mood, and we freshen our perspectives. Has that ever happened to you? You're cleaning a closet or organizing a closet, and all of a sudden you have these great insights or ideas or the answer to a question you've been struggling with suddenly comes It happens to me all the time because it shuts the mental mind or quiets the mental mind as I am engaging in an activity that requires movement. So before I close this episode, I want to speak to the animal wisdom of the East direction. We can learn so much about ourselves and about living in right relationship with the earth from the animals. They certainly teach us about reciprocity of not taking more than we give. The winged ones reside in the east, and one of the most notable that sits in the east direction is the eagle. With their large wings, they carry our intentions and wishes up to great spirit. And we open to the knowing that there's a great power amongst us and also within us that's conspiring on our behalf to bring those intentions and wishes back to us in physical form. The eagle offers us that bird's eye view and through this broader perspective that I've been speaking of through this entire episode, we expand in our compassion and our acceptance of others. One of the key life lessons of the East direction and this season can offer greater unconditional love and acceptance for all of life. So as we experience this beautiful time of renewal and new beginnings, may we also expand in our reverence for life. 
I hope you have enjoyed this episode and can begin to see how elements of the medicine wheel bring their gifts and teachings to help and support us in living a life that's a little more intentional, a life that is more aware of nature and how she interacts with us and the many gifts and insights that can be seen by engaging with her. Keep in mind, while we ultimately are experiencing the energy and teachings of each direction simultaneously, understanding the season represented within each direction and the many other elements of the directions, we are given a perfect invitation to take pause and commune with spirit. We are invited into presence. I'm wishing you well as we welcome in spring together. Extending an invitation to listen to the messages on the wind being brought to you through the element of air. See what grabs at your attention. And last but certainly not least, I extend full gratitude to each of you for being here and listening to the Ascended Evolution podcast. It would be the utmost compliment if you like this episode, if you subscribe to this podcast and you share Ascended Evolution with your friends. Thank you so much.